Hello and welcome to Jacked, the Jack and Daxter podcast. We're on episode seven. First, we're going to go through the news, then we've yes. got our mission by mission, and then we've got a quiz. <laughs> this week is myself, Gabonetto, CJ, and Jesse. <laughs> okay, so first on the agenda, we've got the Jack Reimagining Leak. Do you guys know much about this? I know Jack posted a photo when we were on the group chat. I mean, I've tried to look into this independently, and I can't find any other, like, confirmation like this other than in this tweet <laughs> same so this is a tweet from someone called iron man ps5 or tony stark <laughs> apparently and what he says in the tweet is that a playstation studio is developing a reimagining of jack and daxter for the ps5 it's going to be published as a sony interactive entertainment and is scheduled as a launch title for playstation on november 20th 2020 so, I mean, we'll find out pretty soon if it was a hack or not. So, what I can gather from looking at YouTube videos, his, like, only authority is that he claims he can hack into Zoom calls mm. between, like, executives at PlayStation or other important companies, and he just takes notes. That's a quite, a, quite the claim. It is quite the claim. I heard, though, back when COVID was first starting and universities were still in session, that um, they were having a real problem with some famous people uh, from YouTube trying to crash Zoom classes. Like, I think James Charles, like, like oh. crashed a course for online college one time, and I think uh, people were starting to get really upset about it. So I think they've since then added in security measures to Zoom to prevent that from happening. Yeah, so it's it's quite a wild statement, and it, it it could just be something just for the you know the retweets, a bit of fame <laughs> or whatnot. So anything said is purely speculative because <laughs> it's quite clear. I mean, I'm thinking about this now, and I, even though I'm very skeptical and I'm leaning towards this just being another hoax. Mm. I mean, it would it would make some sense. I mean, Jack and Daxter was a launch. I believe was a launch title for the PlayStation 2. Yeah, it's a staple and, um, for PlayStation. True. So um, having them do a reimagining or reboot of the series for a brand new console for the uh, PlayStation 5, I mean, it, there is a, a precedent for it within the franchise. Mm, I hope so. No, I was going to say, though, I just feel like we didn't get one for the PS3. We didn't get one for the PS4. I just want to know, like, why, why now? I think there's rumors every year. Was there rumors for the PS3 and 4? Yeah, just the kind of the reboot. No, really. I'm just saying that there was ne- there wasn't a game that was released for the PS3 or the PS4 for the franchise. So I just want to know, like, why why are they choosing now? Why is it the PS5? What what's so special about this console that they want to go back to that world? I don't know. Well, it's like the, not a whole lot of people at the time, I guess, uh, really cared about the series. I mean, they were all into all these different series, newer games at the time that it came out. I mean, though, the re-releases, though, they always sold well, and they always got great reviews. Yeah, it's a hard thing to kind of speculate. True. I don't know. Hmm. I always wonder, maybe the re-release... I think that's probably what the re-releases' original function probably was, was to gauge the reaction from the fan base and to look at the sales to see if if there was enough, like, juice there to put out a new game, and I guess there never was. Well, I mean, after after The Lost Frontier, which... Yeah, no, that kind of sucked a lot of the energy out of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I've still never played this game that you guys keep talking about, <laughs> The Lost Frontier. I've never heard of it before in my life. And plus the fact that Naughty Dog 
didn't really care about the series themselves, at least not the, the newer crew that uh, took over. So they were all... And you have people like me who actively ignore the game's very existence. <laughs> <laughs> the game uh, was originally made by Naughty Dog, The Lost Frontier, and then they, I just watched the video about it. Uh, they gave up on it because they needed more people working on one of the new Uncharted games. I can't remember which one. And they gave it to Sony. I think it was the original yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, I think it was the first one. Um, and then they... Oh. Gave it to Sony to finish it, and one critique I remember that they open they were open about is how they didn't like Dark Dexter. <laughs> Just a fun little fact. <laughs> oh, I'd love a Dark is... Dexter. What is there Dark Dexter on the Lost Frontier? Yeah, and no, you don't want it. Yeah, but it's kind of like how you get to play as Daxter in Jack 3 and 2. You only get to do it for like two separate missions or something. And then it's like never referenced or brought up again. Yeah, it's, it's kind of oh. trashy, honestly, in my opinion. Like, it's just... And I've played the Lost mm-hmm. Frontier. It's kind of random and doesn't feel like anything, really. Yeah. See, to me, that feels like something that they shoehorned into the game to try to make it a new feature. To be like, oh, Dark Dexter now. Yeah, definitely. Well, to answer, in response to what you said earlier, CJ, I think what's different this time is that they were going to do it on the PS4, but they went with a different direction with The Last of Us. So I think they're just thinking what they can pull up now on the PS5. It's, it has been a while. It's been over 11 years since the last main it's, game. It's, it's got to be done. Like, I don't. It's, it's interesting, though. You got to think because they have... Jack Dexter has such a style to it. Yeah. And now we've gone through two generations of consoles and two now see that they i mean just through this tweet of tony stark to say that they're gonna bring back a reimagining of it it's gonna look kind of it might look a little wonky if it's true don't you i think it would be more like that concept art they did the really detailed more realistic i didn't like that though oh i like that scene i thought that looked really hope not that i thought that looked really wonky quote unquote (laughs) a lot a lot of people did not like that uh the jack four concept art some of the Daxter models, like they had a whole sheet of just like different models for Daxter. Some of those weren't bad. Some of them weren't terrible. But any and all of the models I saw for Jack were awful. He didn't, but he didn't look like Daxter to me. Yeah. He was know. very serious. Like he was a bit ratty. But I suppose that's what an Otzel would look he like. More like. He looked more like Rocket Raccoon. What's Rocket Raccoon? Yeah, true. Kind of like did. that or a squirrel or yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Oh, him. Yeah, yeah, he's the little red yep. guy. Mm. Well, I wanted to do a whole episode around this leak, but no one else was up for it other than Jesse. It would have been just me and Jesse coming up with theories for Jack reimagining. I mean, we've talked plenty about future Jack games already, and it's just just our seventh episode. I just I don't think there's enough I meat. I know, I love it. I don't think there's enough meat here to make a whole episode about yeah. it. It's just one tweet, and no one else has come forward Same. to say, "Oh, I heard this too." And I feel like we always get rumors like this whenever a new console is about to come out. Uh, See, look, I'm just so desperate. Like any little bit of flesh, and I will rip it apart. <laughs> well, like, I just love talking about possible Jack Four games. The quote oh, from Naughty what? Dog. Reimagining. The quote from Naughty Dog that I've always kind of held on to is that they say at Naughty Dog that Jack and Daxter is almost never being considered, but it's never off of the table. That's all I need, as long as it's not off the table. And they ha- definitely haven't. They definitely haven't forgot about it, considering 
even in their latest games, they make Easter eggs about the game. Yeah. You know, it's still with them. Yeah. And they re-released the original games for every console, too. That as well. Well, they were going to do it, weren't they? I mean, to me, that just says it's on, it's like at the forefront of their mind. If they were going to redo it, but they went a different direction, it tells me that they'd not forgotten about it. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, even though that they stuck it in the closet somewhere, they've never really forgotten about it. Sony even as a company, I mean, they would release games and stuff. Naughty Dog would release the Easter eggs and Sony would have like little skins or little, I don't know, icons and avatar little thingies mm -hmm. in other games that you could use. Like uh, Little Big Planet 2, there's like, I think there's a Jack and Daxter skin for the little characters. And... Oh, I remember that. That was and cool. They, I played a uh, golfing game where there were skins for Jack and Daxter as like golf caddies. Oh. Well, I mean, the last time... I believe that they were reprised was in that was it, um, PlayStation Move Heroes. I think that was in 2011 oh. for the PS3. That's so bad. That's yeah. when last time the characters were in there. Have you played that game? I played a little bit of it. I haven't. I kind of wanted to. I want to. Like, I've watched the cutscenes. What was that Smash Bros. PlayStation game? PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yes, he was in that too. Oh! Yeah, I freaking boosted my jack character in that game like got him leveled up is crazy I, he was the only character i played either like yeah. him or kratos they were like just really good i do like it when they sort of stick them in those sort of games <laughs> i do like it i didn't really like what they did with the move jack but did you see the like how they animated his face in that game i know you say you haven't played it. have you seen any cutscenes? It, it looked a bit weird i remember yeah it's like they've tried to make it a bit more kiddish but it's a man's character i don't know it's, it was yeah. kind of like the lost frontier yeah. for me it just did not look interesting at all and it wasn't a real jack game so i just kind of avoided it plus i think sony's just not really good at making games that can compete with like Super Smash Bro or the like multiplayer games that everybody you can play at a party like that really belongs to Nintendo that area that particular game. I would agree with that. I think like they they do it well when they're not trying to copy something else. That's very true. That's all I felt though was that the those two games, the Move or the PlayStation Heroes or whatever they are, it felt like they were just aping on Smash Bros. Well, yeah, they were just you had to take them with a pinch of salt like they were just a bit of fun. <laughs> They were nothing to add to the storyline. Video games can't be fun. It's serious hey. business. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, just to tie it back to the tweet, uh, I went to the tweet, and I'm on Twitter right now, and I went to uh, Tony Stark's tweet, and underneath um, is a reply from Louis David, or however you say his actual <gasps> name. Louis David. The dude who's doing an actual remake, and he said he just says true this is an image of the reimagine and shows a screenshot from his uh <laughs> geyser rock that's a good plug remake <laughs> that's a really good plug i saw that too and i'm like are people thinking that this is the reimagining because this is not it that is yeah i don't know because he's claiming he hacks in on zoom calls i don't think louis david is having any with some executives at playstation he doesn't have very many followers either no, that's what worries me. I was looking at it after I was doing some research into it. I thought, hmm, how much weight does this actually have? Like, I want to talk about a reimagining, but it's a bit of a far fetch on this tweet. Can I just ask you, what do you think a reimagining would entail? Like, do you think they're going to just fill in the plot holes? If they did, it's purely speculative. But do you think, what, would, what sort of direction do you think they'd take it? Gosh. What would what you the want? The reimagining? There's so many possibilities. Yeah, because. 
I'm thinking that they, if they did do a reimagining, they'd be putting more diversity and like we touched on last episode about black characters and not many women, etc., etc. Yeah, I could see them adding more ethnicity. Yeah. And characters like more p- population too i could th- see something like that being added. oh that would be cool like what do you mean like what they did in jack 2 feel more lively yeah yeah have walking around civilians I, you better be careful with this because i was just reading about this from a while ago when left for dead 2 came out a lot of people were really upset that a majority it seemed of the corpses or the dead zombies and whatnot they appear to look ethnic or black or whatever but oh. what what the critics of that game failed to take into account is that that particular game, like, is set and takes place in Louisiana in the South. Oh, okay. And the cre- <laughs> the creators yeah. were actually thought they were doing their due diligence by making sure that all of the corpses and all of the zombies were an even blend of different ethnicities. That is interesting when that happens. See how they tried to do the right thing and it still came to bite them in the butt. So there's always going to be some people out there that are just going to look to be outraged at anything. I think as long as there's, as long as you can see there's, there's evidence that they tried to do it. Like if, if they just put one or two characters in, that's not really trying. To me, that's just trying to tick a box. That's crap. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But post Me Too and Black Lives Matter, you can't make a game which is all white and all male cast. Yeah. Especially you can't have the female characters yeah, just... dressed like strippers. Yeah. Ah. Like, oh, wait, Gab. <laughs> what are you talking? What? You don't think so? The stripper comment? <laughs> no, you, I mean, I mean, you can do whatever you want with the game, really, but it's more of just laughing at it. You see, though, I think it works for Ashlyn at the same time that it does. I don't know. With Ashlyn, I feel like it's kind of a power move. With her, I don't know. I feel like there's a reasoning for it, but with Kira and Tess and all the other ones, like Tess yeah. is meant to. I think Tess is meant to be kind of like the bombshell blonde, like vixen type character. Yeah, like when you're introduced to her in Jack Two, yeah. she's yeah, she comes across a bit badass when you first meet her, but then she turns into this really ditzy blonde. I don't like. Yeah, it. very quickly. I will say, yeah. if they did a a reimagine, I would want Kira with more clothes. Yes! Because I feel like that just also fits her personality. She would be wearing more clothes. Yeah, she'd be yes. wearing armor or like greaser or like mechanics yes. overalls or something. Yeah. How come all the male mechanics in this game wear like greaser outfits, but she's dressed like the stripper version of it? Mm. She don't give a frick. So Gab, are you... I'm getting the sense that you're not really like bothered by how much diversity is in there. Like, I'm getting the sense you think games are games and they don't have to reflect, like, the real world. Uh, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, if there's a game that's based off of maybe more a real-life sense, like, what was the game, uh, CJ, you were talking about? So it was Zombies. Uh, Laugh, Left for Dead 2. Left for Dead. Like, a game like that I can kind of understand. You know, it's based, like, in a state or... It's based in a place in, like, America or something like that. Then I can understand maybe staying a little true to, you know, those kind of factors. But, I mean, with a fairy tale game such as Jack and Dexter, which I definitely see it as a fairy tale-esque game, uh, I think, you know, anything really can... You can do whatever you want with it. I think, yeah, yeah. you have the right to do what you want with it, but why should doing what's what you want with it just assume that everyone's you know, white and male. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know, maybe it's, 
<laughs> well, if the demographics for video games, like, depending on, like, who buys video games, I can see why certain developers will stay very not creative with their character designs just because they don't want to upset the fragile, delicate fan base. Mm. <laughs> because they're too afraid of taking risks and pulling in new people. See, I think if they did a reimagining now, it would be a bigger risk to not address the issues of di- diversity. No, I agree with you. I agree with you, Sherry. I'm, I'm agreeing Oh, no, with no. You. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just meant like it. Very... Was it ever an issue, though? I feel like it's never been addressed. It was one of those things that people just kind of, like, acknowledge but don't, like, acknowledge. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, that's there, but the games are so awesome, so yeah. who cares? That's, that's, I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, the game is so good, why does it need something like that added i mean if you do it it's not gonna be i feel like a big deal It'd be cool exactly but like, yeah. well, it's Here, not... let me let me let me put it like this think about um superhero movies marvel mcu um and dc uh, for the longest time it was superman batman the flash you know all these white male characters and then like as soon as like wonder woman shows up black panther those movies are getting amazing reviews breaking box office records oh and, hey you know, real quick everyone really R- real quick Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Chadwick Bosman, Black Panther. Yes. Oh, he yeah. recently passed I away. I couldn't believe that at first. I'm like, wait, no, he. I was. I couldn't yeah, believe that. Like, that was so that sad. Was yeah. And of course, I didn't yeah. even know that was going on with him. Nobody did. No, nor did I. He worked through it, didn't he? He kept it. He, him, him, and his inner circle did a really good job of keeping it under wraps. Mm. Yeah. Which I can get being a celebrity. I don't want to be slammed with a bunch of fake like sympathy and yeah. pity. Yeah. 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 But continue through your saying about Marvel. But yeah, yeah. no. Um, it, 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 people initially were hesitant and resistant within the fan base to accept those heroes. But the general public and people who didn't count themselves as comic book fans really, really latched. Especially like Wonder Woman and Black Panther. Like those two films yeah. in particular, I felt like set a new standard for um, entertainment and yeah. representation. It's and like- you know... Uh, all the creators and most of the behind-the-scenes people for Black Panther were black or African-American. The screenwriter for Wonder Woman was a member of the LGBT community. Um, I mean, it just goes to show you that diversity is not bad at all, and people who are afraid of it are just afraid of change. Yeah. Well, I would never argue that it's a bad thing, but, I mean, the Black Panther movie, I loved it. It was really good, but, I mean, it's... I mean, the Black Panther, he was originally a black man in the comics and whatnot so i mean think about how that felt though too a black kid or a black woman to see finally the main character in a huge big budget superhero movie be a black man and then the movie centered in okay okay centered in africa it celebrates african culture Mm. um wonder woman okay now i get you that makes sense yeah i think gab like you were saying earlier i think it wouldn't be a big deal I think it would it would say more by just doing it and then it not being a big deal. Everyone's not. It definitely would yeah, say yeah. more than not doing yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Disney will do this. Well, they'll put like a gay character into one of their movies that has like one line and then they'll do a whole press release before the movie comes out just so they can get a bunch of congratulations of including a gay character in their movie. But it's mm-hmm. so incidental to the film. They might as well have not even done it. Jesse. What do you, you, I think your connection 
went out as we were talking about it, but we were, we were just talking about um, for a reimagining for the Jack games, what do you think they would be changing? What do you think they'll be reimagining? Honestly, have you got any really, ideas? Like, I've thought about it, but I hadn't thought about it a whole lot, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I think we think this is such a pipe dream. We don't even like get our hopes up and think about what we actually want because we're so afraid it's never going to happen. <laughs> That's definitely me. True. See, look. That's definitely where I'm at. It just, yeah, I think like things just come to my mind. I think, is it going to be the story that they're reimagining? Is it like the color scheme? What is it that they're reimagining? Is it just the graphics? That's the thing. It's, it's, it's just such a, such a blanket statement of reimagining. Yeah. It's like, okay, do, do they mean like a, Ratchet and Clank reimagining, where it just, I don't know, just looks better or has a different flow to it, but it's still the, basically the same game? Or are they, like, reimagining, like, like what they were trying to do the first time with Jack 4? Which I wouldn't really personally like myself, but... You don't want a Jack 4? No, no, I want a Jack 4, I just don't want that version of Jack 4 that they were trying to release before that hyper-realistic version. Oh, yeah. Well, I couldn't tell what they were trying to do, though, really, by that concept art. I couldn't tell, like, it looked like, what they were going for. It looked like they were trying to make Uncharted Jack. Well, I'll tell you what, like, concerns me is that when they were trying to come up with Jack 4, they went off with The Last of Us, which is a very, like, more horror storyline. And so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that by reimagining, they don't mean that they're going to make it a bit more horror. Oh, I would be gory. totally down for that. Uh, oh, I totally wouldn't. <laughs> but... No. <laughs> I mean, Jack 2, I felt, got really dark, and there were some horror elements there in certain parts, especially with, like, the metalheads and kind of the body horror. horror. I could see that. The body ho- I think... It was more fantasy. I mean, but they were man-eating, like, monsters who were killing people, and D- Jack literally turns into a demon, like, it, randomly throughout the game. The way they do it, though, it's not so much horror, is it? It's more... Like a bad guy in a fantasy film. Yeah. I feel like horror has suspense. Yeah, horror is not just gore and violence and murder for the sake of that. I mean, horror is a very wide open genre. There's supernatural, there's psychological, there's thriller, you know, there's so much. Yeah, I suppose I'm thinking more like the levels they did with The Last of Us, that sort of horror, like the graphic violence and you know well that wouldn't gel at all with the jack and dexter universe i think so i think yeah that's what i mean yeah like a reimagining for that like seeing the metalheads rip civilians apart and i just wouldn't enjoy that (laughs) no graphically (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) okay does anyone else have anything they want to say about the reimagining i i just i think a reimagining I would love to see them play. I think they had a good thing going with Dark Jack and Light Jack. There's, yes. there's a lot of, you know, story elements that you could do with that. Exploring the duality of good and yeah. evil and mental illness. You know, it could be a parable for mental illness and depression or whatever whatever it is that you want to make it about. I think. Yeah. I don't think they went far enough with it. Absolutely not. They need to go further with that. And I also think that we need, I think just jack's lineage and where he where the source of his power and whatnot oh we've got that um that jack mail that's about the lineage and stuff i can't wait to get into that <laughs> i did see a little bit of that yeah <laughs> so that's what i think i would i would go back to probably the aesthetic of the first game but kind of have more of the story elements from the second and third games kind of mixed in with them you like the colors, don't you? you? Like that's the first thing you seem to say with these mission by missions. It's I love the color scheme. I mean, I mean, of every level. 
Mm. Not only that, but once, I mean, as I've said, I said this several times throughout the podcast, I mean, the first game is the most commercially successful game of the series by mm. far. It's sold the most copies worldwide. So I just think that if anybody in the general public has any inkling of what Jack and Daxter is, they're going to think of that first game probably. See, I think of Jack 2. Definitely. Well, you're a fan, and you started Jack 2, so no offense, Cherry, I think you're a little biased in that regard. I'm definitely biased in that regard. (laughs) And I'm not talking about which game is better. I just think that, you know, most general public aren't fans of video games. They may have only played one video game, like, in their entire life or whatever. Yeah, it's nostalgia. So I just think, like, just the image of Jack and Daxter popping into your head. You probably think of the first game, the Precursor Orbs, Power Cells, um... And then maybe the metalheads and stuff from Jack 2. I can definitely, like, confirm this almost. Like, I, throughout, like, high school and a little bit of middle school, I asked so many people if they've ever played Jack and Dexter just for the sake of being able to talk to someone else who's actually played it. (laughs) They always, if if I do ever find someone who knows about it, they always talk about how they only know the first game. Right. That's all they, and that they don't even remember it, they just know that there's a first game. How old? uh, Or the one, and I think that's the only Jack and Dexter game. How old are you, Gab? (laughs) 37. (laughs) I just mean... No, I'm 21. Oh, okay. I just mean because it would be like... Yeah, if you were a bit older, then more people would probably know, so it gives more of a gauge. Yeah, no, I mean, I was talking about how I was like, what, three or four when I played the first game, so, you know, the game probably was like a couple years old once I actually got my hands on it, and I think they were already working on Jack, Jack 2 was already out. I don't think anybody randomly bought Jack 2, Jack 3, Daxter, or Jack X Combat Racing if they hadn't played the first game. Yeah. Well, I did. (laughs) Well, when I got the PS2, Jack 2 was just with yeah, it. Yeah, I started with Jack 3. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Jack 3? Oh, poor bastard. Way to just get thrown. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, you two have already said that. Uh, let me rephrase that. I mean, you were aware of the franchise, though, before you started Jack 2, right, Cherry? No, no. Like, I bought the PlayStation 2 off my Let me cousin. ask you that. Let me ask you this then. Why did you play a game with the uh, with the number two in it without playing the game with the number one in it? Because I was young. Like, it didn't mean anything <laughs> to me. I just thought, this is a game. There's someone on the front with a gun. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it's I was not thinking. like Jack and Daxter has a highly cerebral plot line that you can't understand unless you played the last game. No, especially Jack 2. Like, that's true. Jack 2 is like a game in itself. And that's kind of why I didn't really pick up the first one after I played the others because I sort of I started it and I sort of thought well it doesn't seem to have a storyline well this is just my opinion but I would consider Jack 2 to be much more of a reimagining than a proper sequel because only a core only a handful of core mechanics and characters even made it in from the translation the games are so different and the stories do line up so technically it is a sequel but so much has changed in the translation. It might as well be a reimagining. Yeah. Because, like, the most... So. I was so, like, excited when I started the first game and I saw Daxter as, a like, an actual person. I thought, oh, my God, this game is, like, full of prequels to the first, to the one I love so much. So, but, yeah, it didn't work out that way. Like, Gold and Maya are meaningless to the next stories. Not even mentioned. Mm. I think Gaul shows, Gaul shows up in, like, a cool... 
Like, there's these mini games that you can play in the Daxter game where you oh. battle, like, Gaul and Maya in, like, these oh, yeah. Matrix-style uh, mission levels. It's a mini game, kind of. Like, just oh. a bunch of Gauls and Mayas are coming at you at all different angles, and you have to, like, use <laughs> kung fu moves to... That sounds crazy. Yeah. Isn't Dexter and, dreaming when he does yeah, that? It's oh. a dream, and he's he's dreaming. He's dressed like Neo, and it's like a whole thing. That sounds... It's a cool little Matrix groovy. reference. Yeah. And that I think that side game, that's how you can get more upgrades to your little fly swatter weapon that you have. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I believe so as well. Okay, I'm looking at the time. Should we be moving on to mission by mission? Sure. I'm ready, yeah. Yay! So this week's mission by mission is on Fire Canyon. It's probably the shortest mission by mission we will ever have. You, there's only two power cells to get. It's only one mission, really, in the whole thing. Yeah. So just to give an introduction into the area, you return from Misty Island, if you're doing it the way we're playing through it, and you go up the ledges behind the farmer's hut, and eventually you come to Kira, who's fiddling with the Zuma. She says you now have enough power cells to power the heat shield... The shield will only protect your Zuma until it reaches 500 degrees. So try to keep That's it cool. That's some cool lava. She says the fire canyon gets pretty hot. Yeah, I know. She's like, it gets pretty hot. I'm thinking, well, yeah, <laughs> there's lava everywhere. That's really, I mean, 500 degrees, though. That's some really cool lava. That's like almost just solid rock. Well, what is... 500? What is I thought 5,000. I thought it was 500. Does anyone know how hot lava gets? I thought I had a quiz about 200, this. 200. Two, you did. Rock does not... Rock does not turn into lava until it reaches 2,400 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh. I think so, it yeah. must be 500 because you have to keep getting those cool balloons, don't you? 1,000 to 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit is when lava is formed. Oh. Well, Kira says to look for ramps and cooling balloons, which I have to say, they look like big squishy eyes with creepy arms. Yeah, no, they're kind of weird looking. Yeah, they are. And they're not really helpful, to be honest. Oh, well, you couldn't get through without them. You're going over the ledges when you're not in the lava it is a lot easier than trying to aim for those balloons. Yeah, they do. Like the little... They're hazards <laughs> to try and get to them. Mm-hmm. Well, she's, she says, don't forget to activate the teleport gate in the Blue Sage's lab once you get there. Oh, sometimes I would not do that. I would, like, go all the way to the rock village, and I would get the communicator from Kira saying, Jack, you forgot to turn on the power thing. Oh. See, look, I just I made a mental note to do it because I just knew if I don't, like, try to remember, I'm just going to forget. That's, like, so... There's no signs or anything for you to remember. You just have to remember yourself. Mm-hmm. And with Kira, will start texting you like an annoying girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about Kira... What are those armbands she wears? Are they like gloves or just weird bracelets? Or are they like protecty things? There's a lot of interesting fashion in this universe. Yeah. It's pretty pointless when it comes to protection. Like welding or something like that. Yeah, or protection. Yeah, because she's got take a look. bare arm and then like a metal halfway glove. Well, Jack has those too in Jack 2. Mm. These like weird glove, like gauntlet things. And he has sleeves. Ooh. Mm. You should look up Akira, Jack, and Daxter on Google Images. There's a, a cool alternate design with Kira with really long hair that I like. Ooh. I could... Yeah, I could get behind the long hair. And her... It looks like her shirt and pants are not as revealing, too, in this oh. model. <laughs> wow. Going up. Right. Okay, so... What were your initial thoughts of the area? 
Fire Canyon. Dang, that's hot. So, oh my god, I just love the color red. <laughs> there's not, I don't know, there's not much to say about it. It's a pretty straightforward path. It's got some nice obstacles. Uh, I always fell in the pits. That's always annoying. And uh, I believe yes. even if you get to the very end and you die, you reset to the beginning, which is very annoying. That is very annoying. The first... They do rectif- Go on. Uh, they do rectify that in the lava tube later on in the game. There is a uh, there are checkpoints because the lava yeah. tube is a lot longer than the fire canyon. Yeah, that second one is way longer. I think that one's easier, honestly, though, for some reason. Uh, Gabinetto? It's debatable. <laughs> Gab, are you Might be because on? of the checkpoints. Are you playing with a ball? Is it the thing that I can always hear when I'm editing the audio? I have a little like bean bag that I use. I for knew it. I knew it was a bean bag rest. thing. <laughs> but I play with. Well, it. I have a slinky too that I play with every occasionally too. The things I hear when I'm editing your audio, like last time CJ was making tea or something. There's always some someone's fiddling with a ball. It's mad. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Oh yeah, I'm no, sorry. I was. I, re- I I really I was making coffee. All right, I have a, like a little espresso bar in my room. <laughs> That's cool. Homie's got anyway. the Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do love me some espresso. Mm, I don't. I've never. Okay, I never tried coffee. But back to the. So the first power cell is to reach the end of Fire Canyon. And yeah. I have to say, how many times did it take you? It took me quite a few, like seven, ten. Like, I think maybe the first time I ever played this game. That sounds about right. Yeah, same mm. here. For first time. Now I can get through it without dying at all. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty oh. s- simple once you've. It's hard. Up. Sometimes I'll still do it, but. <laughs> well, I quite like that. If you hit a lurker, you catch air off them, which is cool. Sort of boosts you. There up, are lurkers in here. <laughs> Where? I never saw them before. I bet this is going to be like one of the prequisitor questions. How many lurkers are on this oh level? Oh god, no. Mmm, ha ha ha. Maybe. <laughs> well, I always thought that, you know, Jack can jump. Why doesn't he just walk along the walls of the Fire Canyon? Why? That reminds me, why <laughs> is there no brakes? Why are there no brakes on the Zuma? Why can't you reverse? It's a one-way street. Like, if you need to go back. There's brakes on the uh, Zoomer in Jack 2 and 3. Yeah. It's like R1 or R2. It's like R1 or L1. It's square, I think. Might yeah. be that, too. I think there's multiple. There's, like, so a handbrake, the and then there's, like, there's like a there's like a handbrake, and then there's one that's, like, stop or slow down. Going with the logic of the developers on this game, I'm thinking they weren't thinking that Kira would only have ex- access to make a forward Zoomer, and that would be it. I think they just didn't bother to put reverse. Which would have made it so much easier. You don't use the zoomer very often, so it's yeah. only in a couple of areas. True, true, true. I love the way it sounds, though, for some reason. Yeah, like one of those kids' helicopter things. I got. I like how it's got little boots for Jack. If you've ever noticed, he, it's got little like slots for his shoes or for his feet, not his shoes. Aww, that's cute. I was just gonna say you can get Blue Eco to go fast. Did anyone actually use it? I thought that was the most useless thing in the whole level. That Blue Eco. Um, sometimes. I didn't even know Blue Eco was there. There's so many obstacles that you... And once you hit one, you lose your Blue Eco. So it's almost, like, yeah. really pointless. Yeah. I thought they would cool you down. So I was, like, hovering over it. But it did nothing. 
when I died. I could see the blue eco maybe being also an obstacle as such. You know, you're sped up, so you have to be, you have to work better, just turn better, or whatever. Where are you right now, Cherry, in the game? Are you, are you like playing ahead, or are you like playing this game as we're covering it on the podcast? I'm trying not to play ahead, but with each one, I go like a, a mission or two because I just I don't quite stop at the one mission that we do. Because I'm, because you're really gonna love the mountain pass mission when you have to race against three lurkers to the end ooh, of a map on no. the zoomer, and I'm gonna hate it, aren't I? <laughs> there's dynamite littered all over the map too, so oh. <laughs> just be careful. I might like it. You never know. Like after this level, I'm really quite comfortable with zoomers now. It was good training. Oh yeah, right. Because as soon as Jack 2 comes up, there's going to be, like, exploding in the air every five seconds. Mm. Something I yeah. could say about Fire Canyon speedrunning-wise is that it's got a... It's really weird that it's a skip, apparently. And what you do is you, like... And I've tried. It's, fuck, it's so hard. You have to jump past some sort of barrier that prevents Jack from... Like, if you run out into the lava and you hit it, Jack will jump all the way... Whoa. Jump, Jack will jump all the way back to um, a spot that doesn't have lava, just a basic ground. Um, but if you jump past a certain part of it, he won't. The character model won't recognize um, the ground where the zoomer is as ground. Like it's too far away, so he's constantly looking for a different platform. And you can use Jack to constantly bounce, and he'll constantly get burned all the way to the end of it. And I don't know how, but somehow that's it's a speedrun method that lets you get to the end of it. I I have no idea how I can't remember exactly how it helps, but it's it's I know it's a big thing in speedrunning. So have you done it? I've tr I've tried to do it and it's it's so hard. You have to do like a perfect jump. Yeah, it's so weirdly. It's a weird perfectly timed jump to actually get it and that's why in speedrunning, when you do it, you get to, uh, players. If you watch someone play the game and or speedrun the game up to Fire Canyon, they have to do like a save reset because when they you'll you'll get to that part, they'll have a save file already there or something like that. They'll reload it up and it puts Jack in a certain spot where the game loads him to where if you move forward and jump just right, then you can jump over that barrier and do the fiery death jump all the way to the end that sounds like more effort to do it's that it's some crazy stuff right <laughs> than to just go through it it like i said i can't remember it does help speed running wise i just can't remember exactly what it does when you get to the end of it oh, but okay. this is like watching people who beat the game in like 15 minutes literally oh but okay i'm done talking about fire canyon <laughs> well just before we go off I just wanted to say, did you catch like you catch the um, power cells when you're in the air? I love that the cut the cut scene shows you on the bike just mid air, suspended in glee, catching this power cell. Kind of scared me sometimes. Yeah, all the while your zoomer is supposed to be burning out of control. Oh yeah, well I you think... mean the heat shield. Yeah, the heat shield is just like going haywire. Mm. I think yeah. getting the scout flies is easier when you do the map in reverse for some reason i don't know why but i always have an easier time getting scout flies when i go the opposite way oh i got them all so, the front way i feel quite accomplished <laughs> so cool the 
uh, you're able to go through paths like that backwards as well, and they still work as a level. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's more open worldy. It's nice. The second power cell comes from freeing seven scout flies. I'm assuming everyone got those. Oh yeah. yeah. Easy peasy. The last two hide from me. <laughs> we ready to move on to jacked mail? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, so this jacked mail is a response to our first jacked mail in which we speculated whether Jack could be the Mar based on an email a listener sent in. But we basically concluded that it could be Jack is the Mar or it's just his name after the Mar. DBK says, yes, Jack's father named him after Mar. But if Jack is a time traveller and starts going by Mar, he could be his own ancestor. But the point of that is that even if he is named after Mar, he doesn't necessarily have to not be Mar. <laughs> Any thoughts? This is just a marvellous debacle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit nutty. That, hey, that would have been a good that would have been a good Jack joke. Yeah, I was gonna say. But it doesn't. Uh, okay, then I'm done. I don't have to do my other one now. Sweet. <laughs> the Mar. We've we've talked about the Mar thing before, but it's always just for me. It's it's always so hard to pinpoint an exact answer. But it's it's definitely always it's fun to talk about. Open. Yeah, it's so open. Like there is no definitive answer in the games. So you can't. I just... swear. The only other question that is asked more than is Jack Marr is what sex is Seam, the monk? Yeah, that does always bring up the question. I always think, oh, maybe I can talk about her as a strong female character. But then I think, no, I'm not sure if she's I think, I think the guidebook that I talk about a lot, the Jack 3 guidebook, refers to her as a woman or oh. as a female character. Oh, she must be then. Yes. Yeah. And oh, it is really? a female vocal. Uh, it's a female actress that is voicing the role, I believe. Oh, okay. Guys... I'm gonna pin down oh. if she's female then. Yeah, she's definitely female. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely caught that. Oh, right but away. there is a huge debate. There's a huge debate online of what sex seem is because it's very oh seem the monks are very androgynous. Yeah, seem the monk from oh, Jack Three. Oh, I thought we were talking about Onan. <laughs> no. Oh no. You can tell Owen, who what Onan is just by you know looking at her, you know, her yes. anatomy and how far down her anatomy goes. <laughs> back to this jacked male though. Yes. Yeah. Back to jacked male. Yeah, I've just I think it's very game logic because if they were to go down the path that Jack is his own ancestor, that would be problematic genetics wise. Because I mean. <laughs> I think I said this though before. Like, there's a 300 to 500 year gap between Jack and Daxter and Jack Two, so I think mm. that's enough generations to like maybe separate genetics. You know, I don't know. I don't. That's why I don't like the whole idea that Jack is the Mar. I like to think that maybe Mar never existed and that it was just a legend that was created by Jack, and he did go back in time and do all of the amazing great things that Mar did, and Damus is lineage or the mar lineage is just another like it's just that's just the family that took power of haven city and that's the story that they ran with but then if if the do you mean like the legend is named after jack but his name wasn't actually mar i mean well think where did mar come from 
Like, because Jack is named Mar from the original Mar, but then if Mar- Jack is Mar, then the name Mar just came out of nowhere. It's like a, a never-ending cycle. That's, so, so really, the question is, where does the where does the term Mar come from? Where does Mar come from in his lineage? But they also did that too with Kira's like riff rider thing like because kira based the riff rider off of what she remembered but then samos says it's the very same machine that they ride later in the future when they travel into haven city that's that's another like it's a paradox yeah it's game it's just that sort of logic like time travel isn't a real thing so you can sort of assign any rules you want to it I mean, Jack, uh, Daxter even kind of like hand waves it when uh, Kira is getting confused. And he says, the more you think about it, the more it hurts your head. Yeah, that's a really good way to just placate the viewers. That's the answer. Yeah. That is the answer. My theory was, though, I'm interested to see if you can sort of see where I'm going with this. But is if he didn't have to stay in that time and pass on the genes, he could just be like the distant uncle that no one really knows how they're related as in, like, the uncle in the Precursor Legacy. So Jack could be that uncle. That'd be crazy. It would be mad. Maybe after he did everything that Mar did, he went back into the past to watch over Sandover Village, knowing that it would eventually get overrun by Metalheads. And maybe he was one of the ones that stayed behind to help fend off the Metalheads from attacking the villagers or the population. And he's like an know. explorer guy, right? He has a bunch of maps and yeah, stuff, so uncle. it could also make sense that... His axe... He's looking out. He's his own uncle. Well, I don't think there's... I think Jack 2 kind of, like, axes the whole uncle relationship. I think it's kind of speculation that he was just a figure that was, like, chosen or asked by Samos to look after Jack and keep up this narrative that he's his uncle. Because we know that Jack's obviously not related to this uncle character unless the uncle character is Jack somehow. Because Jack's not from the village. Jack's not from this, this world. He's from Haven City. Mm, that's what I mean. It could get so confusing so easily. It's weird to introduce something like an uncle when Samos seemed like the one who was taking care of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that just goes back to show you that they didn't plan this whole time travel Haven City Mar story before the first game. Yeah, they definitely did not. I guess, but I mean, like, he could just be, like, a sort of guardian figure. He doesn't have to actually be a guardian like a legal guardian because i think didn't we say that it's probably daxter that is kind of samos's official like like yeah, his handy helper man. or like cleaner or something cleaner yeah and then so he probably stays in the hut that's probably where da- daxter lives and then jack lives with this uncle character mm. yeah and like he brought jack over as a friend one day yeah Makes i like sense. to think though that maybe samos like knew Jack and Daxter would end up together, so he kind of facilitated their friendship. Yeah. Something that could be touched on in Jack 4. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Or in this reimagining. That's why I me, mean, I think if they did do a reimagining, I'd want to see all these plot holes filled in. Like, I'd love to see how they leave You're not going to see any of it. I think, though, if they do a reimagining, if they do a reimagining or remake, I feel like it's going to be a complete, like, hitting the reset button, and none of the other games that came before matter. It's going to be a completely new separate thing well they'd have to take the story from somewhere otherwise it's literally just the characters they're pulling over i mean but they did that though with the ratchet and clink game that they made based on the movie the game itself is not canonically tied to any of the previous games it's mostly just a a game version of the movie 
It wasn't a reimagining though. It was like a spin-off it's a movie. Quasi, it's kind of like a quasi-remake, though, of the second game, really, because that's what the plot of the movie is, kind of based around the second game. Hmm. Oh. I didn't know that. I will say what the what's sucked because uh, I remember when the Ratchet and Clank just to kind of derail for a second the Ratchet and Clank game movie thing when that first came out um, they were also planning to do Huge a flop. Sly Cooper and uh, I just found out that that actually got canceled the movie of it because I was also I was curious I was like when are they gonna do like Sly Cooper and maybe one other thing and I think a bunch of people were hyped were like they're doing Ratchet and Clank they're doing Sly Cooper is Jack gonna get a, a remake movie thing like this with their first game because that would be, that would be cool. i remember that was kind of a thing being thrown around on the internet uh, a couple years ago and i was really hyped for that but it never came to fruition yep ratchet and clank the 2016 is a reimagining of the first two games in the series oh that's cool Concrete. but hey though that that's good that that's good though because the ratchet and clank game this 2016 game got great reviews and was considered by many to be better than the movie it was based on and, oh i loved uh, it good. i played it twice i loved that really? game so much it was really good really good ratchet and clank game oh, that's cool. the movie was a gigantic flop yeah i didn't see the movie i watched the trailer and i thought what a fucking waste of money it's it was okay Made. It was, i mean it was definitely a movie <laughs> i'll say that it was definitely a movie <laughs> it was definitely a kid's movie it only made $14 million over a $40 million budget. Yikes. Oh. Well, I mean, the criticisms of the movie were that it was long, slow, the animation was cheap looking, yeah. and it just was a regular... The animation was rubbish. But that animation style works in video games, so... Mm-hmm. Especially for the demographic. Like, that style, I feel, for that demographic in video games would work better than it would on TV. I mean, if you go and I, I would love to see uh, them take the same direction with Jack and Daxter if they just remake the first game essentially, but blend in elements of the second game. I feel like that could really work, if, especially mm. if they keep the same art style. No, because they kept the, <laughs> they can't they kept the same art style with Ratchet and Clank, and it, people love this game. It, it got great reception, sold really well. It's one of the highest rated games of the year. Ratchet and Clank is still doing very well. This is what people say, like, I don't see the problem with, like, really changing the sort of style of each game as it goes along, like, or in, like, films, like, a series of films. I don't see the problem with switching up the style every film. I like it. It's different. Getting new flavors. Well, see, it's like when Disney, it's like when Disney remade Aladdin. I hated that movie because all of the scenes with the genie looked terrible. It looked so bad. It, like, it's, it, the genie as a character just does not work in live action. It was yeah, live action are definitely it. not good when it comes to Disney films. They're doing too many. <laughs> I didn't like the, the Jungle Book, but anyway, now we really are getting off topic. <laughs> Pulling it back to Jack Mayle, he, I, I saw no. He seems to be thinking along the same lines as I think it was Jack and Jesse who said a few episodes ago that. Jack 4 could be Jack going to Sandover and rebuilding. He goes by his real name of Mar, he becomes the legend, then goes back to Daxter at the end of 3. It's a short adventure. Boom. I just feel like if they make a Jack 4 and they make it so heavily tied to the other games that only the hardcore fans are going to be interested in buying this game. And it's not going to sell outside of that. But it can, if it's done right, it can still be an interesting game nonetheless. Not just 
for hardcore fans. It would be a spin-off, though. And see, this is where my perspective's kind of skewed. I always kind of look at these things from, a, like, a commercial standpoint, too, because I understand the business of, like, video games and entertainment. And if this game comes out, they spend a lot of time and money on it, and, like, only a couple people play it, then that really does put the nail in the coffin for Jack and Daxter, like, yeah. for a long time. I think that's what happened with, you know, those PSP games. Well, people liked Daxter. Nobody liked The Lost Frontier. The Lost Frontier was originally going to be PSP exclusive as well. I remember hearing that. Mm -hmm. And and then they ported it over to the PS2. And you can tell because there's a reason. Yes. And it's awful, awful. (laughs) And there's a reason that they don't do that very often. They shouldn't do it ever. Makes me wonder, like, if Daxter had been ported over to the PS2, would people have liked it as much? It may have had the same problems that uh, Lost Frontier had with the wonky controls. Oh, God, I don't even want to think about that. Daxter's so good. Well, <laughs> would you guys, Daxter. would you rather a reimagining or a Jack 4? Oh, God. I'd rather have a reimagining, personally. Yeah, that'd be a better step. I mean, personally, I might... I, I, my, my, my my like child inside of me and my childhood like heart wants a Jack Four, but I just know like as an adult that's not the best route for the franchise. Yeah, from from a more realistic approach, a reimagining would make more stent more stench more sense. <laughs> I just think it's been too long. The only Jack game I won't play is a Lost Frontier Two. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that would be <laughs> never happening. Okay, are we ready to move on to the prequisitor? I am if you guys are. I am? Sure. Let's do it. Yay! And now it is time for the Prequisitor. Whoever has the most points by the end of the challenge will be the winner. Alrighty. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Prequisitor for episode 7. First question is... How many guest appearances does Jack make in other games that aren't Jack and Dexter related? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I'm not going to count Little Big Planet just because that's a DLC accessory. I'm going to say three. I'm going to go for three, too, but I think one of mine is wrong. <laughs> three? Alrighty. Um, according to. I have lost the website, but there is a website, and according to it, there are six different appearances of jack in other games and most of them include ratchet and clank oh so is it like just references to them like they don't actually have to be their characters like play like playable (sighs) see this that was the thing it was a hard barrier to find like what counted as a jack reference i'd say six there was a solidified six um based off of what was it ratchet and clank had there's one of them where you actually can play as Jack in one of the Ratchet and Clanks. Um, oh. And I think the other ones, they just have like a gun course and Jack and Dexter are in those. And that's more of like oh, okay. like full body appearance as, you know, Easter egg appearance or whatever you want to call it. And then, of course, including PlayStation mm-hmm. Heroes, Battle All-Stars, Battle Royale, and the golf game. Those would be your probably your main three that you're oh, thinking okay. about. Alrighty, so nobody gets a point. Moving on to the next question. No. <laughs> Okie dokes. So, what was the answer again? It was six. <laughs> six. Six? But it was more opinionated, so maybe I'll, I'll scrap that question. Was Hotshot Scoff one of them? Well, you can't... 
Yes. Yeah. Where were you for the conversation we just had? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, I just got a text message and I was like in Wonderland. You got to develop two brains. Focus twice as much. Mm. I can't even use the one I've got. I know. I can't either. (laughs) But I'm going to try and finish this quiz. With the second question being, what did Samos threaten to turn Jack and Dexter into if they did not go into the porno for some training? Dishcloths. First. What Mine did you just dish say? Dishcloths? A dish a dish dish cloth, yeah. Okay. A fern. Fern. Before I turn you both into ferns. And Damn. yep, there you go. That is the answer, ferns. Wow, you guys have good memory. <laughs> Mine was a wild card. <laughs> Already. Third question is, who explains that Jack has the light within? The precursor statue oracle thing, whatever. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> Same. It's the one in Sandover Village. Yep. Yep. And you guys are all correct. Yep. It is the oracle. He does say, though, that it Yay. is one of you has the light within, which... Uh, not to talk too much about it, but I, when I did hear that, I was like, hmm, maybe he could be talking about Daxter in a way, because he is a precursor. Daxter, because he's a precursor. Yes. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's cool. I think because Jack 3, I'm sorry to interrupt you real quick, but this, it, it's relates right, right, right to what you just said. I think Jack 3 kind of reverses course away from like the dark, brooding tone of Jack 2 and kind of goes back into the fun and light side I of agree. Jack and Dexter. So. I think that maybe that particular plot point about the precursors being Otzels may ha- may have been one of the few things that was always intended from the beginning. I could see that, that definitely. Would, I would like that. Hmm. There's other clues. There's subtle clues, but they're there. <laughs> Alrighty, are we ready for the fourth question? Yes. Fourth question. True or false? Dexter tries to help Jack when hanging off of a ledge. True. Yes, true. Cherry? Well, I'm going to have to say yes now, because the two that really know the game have said yes. <laughs> yes oh, is my answer. You copycat. <laughs> the answer is true. Whenever Jack is hanging off a ledge, there's an animation for Dexter to grow up and pretend, kind of act like he is trying to pull Jack up. Oh, that's cool. Fifth question. <clears throat> true or false? When you press triangle to go into your goggles, there's precursor text in each corner of the screen that reads... Always on the lookout. True. True. Alrighty. Wait, you can put those goggles on? When you press the triangle button, you look into your goggles, yes. I didn't even know that. What was the point of that? It's for accuracy with... You know, so you can see the scenery. It's that, and it's also for accuracy with yellow eco. Right. Because it brings you to first person. Okay. Oh, see, it automatically puts you in that perspective when you're doing that, like, bog mission that I absolutely hate. Uh, yeah, but you can um, do that at any point of the game. I don't... I'm going to say false because I'm, the text... Pro- this sounds like a trick question, so the text probably says something different. Yeah, it sounds like one word okay. is different, but I'm still saying true. Jesse, you got an answer? I'm going to say false, but false. I might be wrong. Alrighty. And the answer is... False. I made all of that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. There's a little design in the corners, but there's no text. There's no precursor text. Good on you, mate. You got me. Well done. <laughs> Did anyone win? 
or keep track? Uh. <laughs> I've got two, I think. Oh, uh, did I really just get one? What awful. Jesse, how many did you get? I think I only got two. Oh, so CJ has won the power cell. Correct. What was the prize? Is am I supposed to draw something for him now? Nay, nay. I will. I will go through them because it seems a bit sketchy on the last one. No one seemed to understand what I was saying, so I'll go through it again. So, in every quiz, there are five questions. For each question you get right, you win a precursor orb. Whoever has the most orbs at the end of the quiz wins a power cell. And whoever has the most power cells at the end of a mission by mission for the game wins the prize. And the prize is whatever we are all willing to contribute. So like a doodle or a word style certificate will suffice. And those are the rules of the game. Okay. Okay. Do we have another thing that we go on to or is it my joke time? It is your joke, please. Your jacked joke. Okay. Okay, I thought long and hard about this in the past couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) This is my joke. I hope you laugh. Okay. This thing on? Hey, uh, trying to come up with a Jack and Dexter joke is harder than a Jack 2 water slums mission while you're only five years old. (laughs) Bravo. Bravo. Screw that mission. (laughs) Right. Anytime I had to go anywhere in those slums, mm. like there's that one mission where you have to like escort people to the hideouts or whatever. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I always when... love when you come out of those big metal sliding doors and it feels like you get the fresh air again. You're in the real world, as it were. Oh yeah. Right. I love going outside the city. Going back inside was like, ugh, who I have to go talk to now? Oh no, I was the reverse. Like I liked coming back. Oh no, I liked going out, like into the the pumping station and even the wasteland, oh. even the metalhead nest. Oh, ah, I believe that is the end of our episode. Beautiful. This has been episode seven of the Jacked Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> now, all of you get. Out of here!